this is Treadmill Talks with me, Jay, and me, Matt, the best fitness podcast. Treadmill Talks, um, and this week we're covering the topic of sex. So it's episode 14, which ties in very nicely with the fact that it's the 14th of February, um, and it's our 14th episode, so it's quite nice in the way that, that ties in with the Valentine's special. Yeah, so maybe we should call it more of a romance theme, being that it's uh, Valentine's Day today. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, I suppose it's probably more appropriate. For all the couples, though, you can oh. listen or watch together, that'd be nice. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so, how so, wait, imagine this, sorry. Imagine if you're bored on Valentine's Day, you've got no plans for missus. What a great idea. I've set us up a nice little tree, sitting down on the sofa, everyone talks on the TV. Watch that. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I mean, I wonder if any of the gyms are doing like, you know, you get those traffic light parties where you go to, and it's like, if you're unavailable, you wear red. Keys in the bathroom, yeah. <laughs> if you're kind of, it's cock inverted commas, it's complicated, you wear amber, or if you're unavailable, <laughs> you wear green. That'd be a good yeah, gym. Well, it's like, could do, like, there's a, uh, they, That'd um, be a good idea at a gym, I think. Well, they reckon statistically you're more likely to meet your partner at the gym than you are on a night out now. That's actually factual. Really? Yeah. So, um, I suppose the way that the world is nowadays in terms of going to the gym more than going out, I reckon. Well, Friday, Saturday nights nowadays are dead, aren't they? Yeah, I think the, uh, the idea of going down your local pub is not as enthralling as it maybe used to be, I think, when people are trying to look after themselves a bit more. Yeah. Um, I think people are also really get into the fact that if you do enjoy your training and you do enjoy your gym for even a handful of hours a, a week, almost just on a casual basis, that is a time investment that if you're with someone that doesn't understand that or doesn't particularly like that themselves, that could drive a wedge into the relationship. Perhaps. It's quite a common interest, isn't it? Those that um, sort of meet at the gym, uh, not meet at the gym, but if you train and your other partner doesn't like you say it's such a common thing now across society it's almost like we said this before it's almost a weird thing if you're like what you don't go to the gym or you don't do any like formal exercise like yeah it's almost a bit of an odd like it used to be the other way where it's like god he goes to the gym kind of thing whereas yeah. now it's sort of switched so if you meet someone and they're not a gym girl or active so well, what do you do it's still only uh, we've said this hundred times it's still only statistically a small portion of the population that are gym goers. Say for example mm-hmm. you go four or five times a week and you're just locked in as a hobby for that. You just like your hard training, you've got your muscle groups that got hit week in, week out. For a variety of different reasons you go. And then you're with someone that just is lazy or do that again tonight, like oh you know, sort of poison drip you into not going anymore demotivation. It would be a, it would be challenging. Yeah, it's quite in some ways it is quite a selfish endeavour, isn't it, looking after yourself. It's obviously a great thing to do, but it is but your partner your partner is reaping the benefit of that. In many ways. In well, the, and I mean that in terms of a physical attraction in the bedroom maybe. Correct. Um and making sure that they look after themselves and prolong their life that you're spending with them. So there's lots yeah. of different angles you can look at that yeah. actually in that moment it might be a selfish task. But actually if they are quite attracted on some level to the aesthetic of said partner, then I suppose they are going to want to make sure that they upkeep the habit. Yeah. Um, but I guess it could be a good way for 
you know, if you didn't go to the gym and then you met someone that did, it could be a good motivator for you to then start and go like as a sort of couple. That'd be interesting to see whether or not someone has met someone and they weren't going to the gym previously and now they are. And we're enthusiasts. That'd be interesting. Yeah. But I think it's good as well in terms of longevity of a relationship. Mm. If you certainly if you train together, there's that element of teamwork, whether it's you doing outdoor stuff, you're just running, going to the gym, whatever it might be, there's that element of teamwork. Um, it brings you together there's that yeah, togetherness, isn't there? Um, and then, as you know, like obviously reduces cortisol, all that sort of stuff. Like, so the overall health of the relationship improves, not just your own health as well. Yeah. Um, so I definitely think that there's benefit in training together. Yeah, and then if you're both kind of on a bit of a journey with it, you've got the whole, you know, you can maybe do cheat meals together or like treat meals, you know, which is kind of fun. Yeah, but you enjoy it together as well. Yeah, but at the same time, you want to make maybe experiment with healthy recipes together. So it's kind of you cheat each other up in the right ways, but then you enjoy the reward, maybe. You have more of an understanding and appreciation for it as well, I think. Because if yeah. you were with someone that is very active in the gym, for example, and they have a cheat meal on, I don't know, once a week, you kind of like, you wouldn't really get why they're so excited about it. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, he's really excited over his ch- like, chicken burger and chips. Yeah. Like, wow, I had yeah. that night before last and again at the weekend. It's yeah. Like, Whereas, right. Like, you both are on that journey together and it makes it more special. Yeah, because <laughs> environment is everything. If you're with someone that doesn't really eat particularly healthy, that is going to get you over time whether you know it or not. Because you've only got a finite amount of willpower and if you're just They're burning that on saying, uh, if you're just burning that night after night on saying yeah. no to pizza, at some point you're just going to be like, you know what, pizza is bloody fantastic, we'll do it tonight. Yeah, do it twice a week. Yeah, do it a couple of times a week. And that leads nicely. I was going to say, what about controversially? Actually, training together being a bad thing. It's worth touching on that because if you are, especially male female, things change at a different pace. You have different goals, and you start at different points as well. So someone might see progress quicker than the other person. If that causes issues, as in you're now the other person that's not seeing so much results. You're now looking at your partner, resentment, or almost yeah, that. Yeah, they could be almost like a teacher-pupil type thing where it's yeah. like he or she is so much better. Even if it demotivates you, so you then, then stop going and you almost end up hating and having a relationship where you hate the gym. Because yeah, I think if you didn't get your, your mind in the right place, you could easily see someone that had been doing the gym for six, seven, eight years and you're starting and they're trying to help you almost as if, oh, God, I've got so far to go. They're better is the wrong word, but they're more experienced or they're more advanced than you. Yeah, if you if you didn't have the right, you know, maybe self perception, you might see that as you know something that was maybe problematic. Yeah, you know, for like a longer term relationship, synergistic relationship, is a good word. <laughs> Another one like aphrodisiac. <laughs> so I think it'd be remiss of us to call this episode fitness and sex. Sex and fitness. The clickbait title. Yeah, the clickbait title. Thanks for listening. We'll now we'll give you that too. Yeah. Um, if we didn't touch on it, so I think it's important to ask the question: Do you think um, male or female are attracted to the opposite or same sex, depending on their preference, more so because of physical attractiveness? So because they look after themselves. Do you think that plays a factor? When you meet someone for the first time, you're not going to know. Okay, he goes to the gym or she goes to the gym, unless they're quite obviously aesthetically pleasing to look at. But do you think 
through getting to know that person? Do you think that's an attractive trait? Is that something people nowadays would look out for? Yeah, I think it would definitely be, and like if you move, look at the stats on like the dating profiles and that, people say that they want up there with people that are you know, career focused or want to travel. It's some form of like athletic endeavour. So it is seen as like a big, almost like a necessary box to tick on it. But that doesn't have to be just building the aesthetic in the gym. I think a lot of people like the idea of someone doing something that's active, whether that's hiking, climbing, yeah, yeah. some form of sport, niche-based sport-specific thing. It's almost like a, a passion, isn't it? It's, a, yeah. it's something that is, shows that you've got a bit of drive and that dovetails into a health factor, which no one wants to generally inherently be with someone that is just disregarding their health. I mean, I wasn't on dating apps and things like that in the 90s, but I, I'm sure people wouldn't have put them there in your little bio, gym well, goer. Well, wasn't even dating apps. Well, but just like, okay, we'll put them in the paper then as yeah. gym goer. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Whereas nowadays, you see on all these profiles and apps, everyone's putting gym goer, bodybuilder. It's like a selling point. And I don't think we can come away from the fact as well, there's that primal instinct thing where we're always attracted to the, the stronger of the pattern, or female would be a stronger attraction to the stronger person in the pattern, the alpha male sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? And, and that strength and health element. It all goes back to the reproduction. Yeah. Like you're always looking for the healthiest, the strongest male that can look after you, be protector, that sort of thing. I'm not saying that women need that in general, but in terms of your, your caveman instinct. You know? Yeah, I think the biological drivers are always there. That if we look for certain uh, like honest signals, don't we, fitness indicators. So mm. if you've got a certain waist-to-hip ratio, for example, you can't fake that you are healthier than someone who has got a greater Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't get away from the fact that the person who is, you know, more suitable body composition versus in the obese category is at a lower risk of certain health defects, you know, uh, cardiovascular disease, disease and that kind of thing. So there is that, like, biological drive. And I think there's also, like, the, I don't want to say, like, the eye candy type thing, but almost made like a little bit of a status thing where fitness is quite popular that you know it's if you've got a partner that definitely looks like they go to the gym and it's everyone knows that they go to the gym this is what we're talking about yeah cutting through the shit yeah you can't but you see that girl over there or that guy over there 100 percent they're going to the gym four or five times a week and have done for years you just and you're like that's my boyfriend yeah i like shit well yeah i mean it's like it's undeniable that they and that, that demonstrates that they've got, you know, drive and purpose and consistency. It to, says a lot about, and you posted this recently on the Instagram, that it says a lot about actually your personality, that you're a goal setter, you're driven. Yeah. And it, it says a lot about your character in terms of the people that have got there. Yeah, because you can't borrow it, you can't be given it, right, you can't, yeah. it, you know, to a degree it can't really be taken away from you instantaneously, no. like personal possessions and things like that can. So it shows, you know, a, a commitment over a long period of time that shows a level of self-respect and mm. self-esteem that dovetail into that, which I guess are, you know, we're not definite, but we're debating it, are attractive qualities, or people would assume that yeah. to be, you know, quite attractive. Um, yeah, so I think it's, there's, there's the biological side of it, and then there's almost like the social side of it as well. Because mm-hmm. um, it is a body-beautiful age that we live in, as we said before. You know, when we spoke about the Love Island episode, there's a certain profile of 
body composition that they're generally looking for that people want to watch, you know, really for obvious reasons. Yeah. And then the, the other health, I mean, if you, if you look at what we're saying about reproduction, actually, you want to increase fertility, things like that, or your chances of getting pregnant, falling pregnant. Um, I mean, you look at stuff like um, polycystic ovary syndrome, the first yeah. bit of advice on the NHS guidelines is lose weight. Yeah. Um, and it will increase your chances. So things like that are going to increase your fertility, your chance of getting pregnant, and it, yeah. overall, it's got added benefits. So it's not just the look element, as well as the yeah. the health benefits for the reproduction as well. So erectile dysfunction. Yeah. I mean, thanks. He's caught me off guard there. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> no, it's the same. Like, I can imagine that... Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just serious chat. <laughs> Boom, two words. No, but it would be... One of the first things would be reduce weight around your midriff. Yeah. Like if you're, yeah, you 100%. are much less likely to get that at 17% body fat than you are at 36%. Yeah. You know, because your testosterone is lower, the more body fat that you have, mm-hmm. the more belly fat that you've got. And let's be honest, if we're tailing in now to the darker side of the episode, performance in the bedroom, you, your cardiovascular system is going to give up on you after three minutes. I know most men have probably got three to five minute range. Three minutes, you're looking at the cardiovascular system dying. If you if you're morbidly obese, yeah, you're an athlete. A different kind of story. Well, yeah, I could imagine if you're an endurance athlete. <laughs> you know, poor wives. <laughs> Stamina and, and endurance is obviously plays a, a part in that field, shall we say? Yeah, um, that's going to be the case. As does the way you treat your body, and so is nutrition and things like that. Yeah. You know, if you're constantly eating high-fat, high-carb foods that are, your, you know, your blood sugar management is on a roller coaster day after day, as opposed to, you know, you're eating more controlled, nutrient-dense foods, you know, food that elevate testosterone levels, support you hormonally, that's much better than binging on takeaways. You know, things like quality of sleep and that that massively linked to testosterone and that's on supplementation. So they're all considerations as well. I think the the other added bit of value that we can give you for this episode as well is not forgetting that actually if you're gonna spend twenty minutes in the bedroom, that's twenty minutes cardio. Yeah. So shave shave off your gym session if you know it's coming. Well yeah, <laughs> log it on my fitness plan. Yeah. Imagine just clock up the Fitbit and start exercise, what would it come under? What would you put on? Okay. Cross trainer. Some form of steady state cardio I thought was Steady state? Right. You're not going here then. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's been fun, man. Should we wrap it up there? So that's yeah. been Sex and Fitness this week, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Make sure you tune in next week for a really good episode. Um, it's a mental health special, so it's completely different to this episode. It's got very fantastic um, special guest yeah really good really special guest that. really educational and it's working with a really 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 good charity that we're really supportive of so thank you very much um, and make sure you listen next week see you next week thank you for listening to treadmill talks new episodes released every friday at 6am follow us on instagram at treadmill talks